So uh, everything that we need is on that sheet. Because some people have already got that other stuff done. So everything we need is on that sheet. Amen. You want me to tell the truth? I had to call some folks to make sure we got the right stuff done. <laughs> yeah. On last week, we had a lot of people called and they were excited about there ain't no shame on me. And, 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 and we were on fire. We, we felt good because many of us have been through situations and circumstances in life and we needed, we needed, uh, security needs security. Uh, we needed, right. we needed a, a lesson that will help us to do a better job at getting our lives straight. And it helped us. It helped us, and if you all hadn't, not because of me, but if you wasn't here Sunday, because I know some of you all, if you don't come to church, you don't go on and get the message. You need the message. Because that, me yes, that message was good. That's right. But here's for the ones that have heard it. You gotta remember now, you were fired up and things were good, but remember that pastor has always told you all that you gotta be careful because Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. And what he will do is, is as you have a message like that and you feel good about it and you're walking out out of the church, you feel good, always remember this, Satan's patient. He's going to wait till the fire cools down and then he's going to come on attack because he wants to steal from you the lesson that you learned. That's right. Right? And we're going to talk about that and you need to always remember that. Always remember that. When times are good, you know, don't get... That's when you get on your knees. Mm -hmm. That's when you get on your knees. Because what happens is, you know, you can relax. And once you relax, remember, he's patient. Once you relax, here he comes again. You, you understand? And some of us that can tell you that about our health, you know, you know, we have to keep, you all know what I'm talking about, you all have been suffering with different stuff. You can't relax or you'll fall back. You got to keep working. You got to keep the diet. You got to keep doing everything you can, because if you relax, you go backwards. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? You see, it, it's it's a great thing right now, and most of you know. I think I've already mentioned it that nobody ever went through the fourth uh, infusion, that trial. I went through the fifth and the sixth. I had the sixth two Thursdays ago. Okay, I feel good about that. Can't relax. That's right. Can't don't don't stop praying. Don't, don't relax That's right. because see, Satan's patient. And he wants to wait. You see, he wants to wait until you get real comfortable. And, and, and that's it's like all of you in here, most of you, you're going to watch uh, the Chiefs play football today. That's right. Have you, and you've seen many, if you watch sports long enough, you've seen whether it be boxing, run, whatever it is, that somebody uh, paid, played good the first half and came back and lost the second half. Could have got comfortable. You understand what I'm saying? So you can never do that. You never get comfortable. And I'm, I'm gonna say it again. You feeling good? Pray. Pray. Because Satan is looking, and that's what this lesson's gonna be about. In the same way, and it, and it talks about uh, 1 Peter 5, 
and 5 and 11. I think I got through 11 or 5. Yeah. We want to talk about that. I want you to repeat after me. Pastor. Pastor. You keep, we keep going over the same thing. Going over the same thing. Now you're good. All right. So what we're going to do is, <laughs> what we're going to do is we go over the same thing, all right? All of y'all sports fans in here. Uh, the Chiefs didn't practice nothing new that's right. this week. What did they do? They tried to perfect what they already had on paper. That's right. That's right. Well, see, that's, what, that's why you see Paul even talked about that. He said one time, he says, I am not ashamed of repeating myself. The reason he meant that is because you've got to keep going. You've got to get that in your head. You've got to repeat yourself. Have you ever felt good about church and everything's going good and you got sick and you forgot the scripture or you done it the other way and says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You understand? So we got to learn to repeat ourselves. And this here, the way we want to work this here is people, listen to me. Do not get by yourself. Don't get by yourself. Don't get by yourself. You understand? Well, once you get by yourself, you setting up, you're setting yourself up. You must have somebody in your life, some bodies in your life that's healthy when you're sick. Come on. Do you understand that? They're strong when you're weak. You see, you know, I remember when I was in the hospital the first time, and, uh, you know, and I tell people, don't be sending me no scriptures. I know the scriptures. Tell me you love me. That's right. I'm serious. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. that's what I need. I know what God can do, but I need, you know, I need to hear a voice of a human being. You see, kind of like uh, hmm, when Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, did he go all the way no. by himself? No. no. He had some people waiting for him. That's they right. fell asleep, but they were there. Yeah, right. So sometimes, you know, you know it, it doesn't matter if you fall asleep or what. I just need somebody there. Yeah. Do you understand? And it, it gives you comfort in knowing that somebody's there. That's right. Does that make sense what I'm saying? That's right. You see, so remember, don't get by yourself. Now, Young people, you see, do you know who is the young people in here? That means everybody under 60. That's right. Because I'm 76. So, you see, I, guess what I've done that you ain't done? I've been your age. So, anyway. So, uh, so, so, what we're talking about here is young people. So, when the Bible talks about young people sometimes, we get to thinking about teenagers. We get to thinking about younger. Well, since I turned uh, 76, and Sister Cozy caught up with me today, her birthday, she turned 76, you see? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you see? And, and so what I'm saying is, when it says young people, don't, don't get to think about it. I wish my nephew was here, or my cousin or my son. No, if you're younger than me, you're young people. That's right. All right, so here That's we right. go, all right? That's right. It says, in the same way, you who are younger. In the, and I'm talking about in the spirit, all right? Submit yourselves to your elders. And I'm an elder now. Mm -hmm. All right? Because all of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. And see, that's a hard thing for men to do, is to get humble. But he's saying clothe yourself with humility. That's right. That means sometimes you've got to use the word help. Yeah. All right? said, so because God opposes the proud... It shows favor to the humble. God wants you to be humble. Because if you're proud, you're telling him, I can do it without you. Yes, but if you're humble, he'll send somebody, and he will send people. Yes, you see, all right? Again, he says, humble yourselves 
therefore under God's mighty hand. Now listen, this is very important. Humble yourself, therefore under God's mighty hand. And listen here, I want to read this one. That he may lift you in due time. That he may lift you in due time. Ask me what that means. If he's got to lift you in due time, there's going to be some low times. There's going to be some down times in your life, people. I hate to tell you the bad news. But the good news is, no matter what you go through, when you have downtime, God will lift you in due time. That's right. You see? So sometimes when I'm down is the best thing for me because that means that I've come to the point that I have submitted my life totally to him, and then he lifts me. Because sometimes when I'm down, he teaches me. He teaches me that, hey, dude, you ain't all you thought you was. Come on. You see? And he lifts me in due time. He'll do that in due time. You just got to wait. What did Job say? I'm going to wait until my change comes. That's right. But you have to humble yourself, you see, and he will lift you in due time. There's one of my favorite scriptures is when the Bible says, and he will put me up on a rock higher than myself. Because sometimes when I try to do it myself, I'm lowering the hand of God. Mm. But if I submit and humble myself, when my downtime comes, he will lift me. In due time. Some, in due times mean after I get the lesson. Teach. You know something? I ain't never learned nothing from no victory. Come on. But I've learned a whole lot when I was down. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. You see, a lot of you all know that uh, when I was running into masters, okay, that's 40 and up. You know, you know, I was world class for 10 years, right? Running in that stuff, and we were running, and uh, there's a group of us that ran, and we were doing good. You see. I didn't have any cares. When that doctor told me I had cancer and I had had that operation, boom. Come on. There was low time. Come on. You understand what I'm saying? And there was nothing I could do. I was very infinite to that whole thing. And then God lifted me. He lifted me after I got the lesson to know that it's about, it ain't about you, son. It's about who I am, not who you are. Are y'all with me? All right? Oh, you're learning something. And yeah. this in here, this lesson here, it's the seventh verse. You better get it, okay? He says in verse 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. You right? better throw that on him because he cares for you. You got to throw I'm telling you, all your anxieties, all your situations and circumstances, cast them on him because he cares for you. Anxiety leads into strokes and heart attacks. Yes. That's right. You see, now some things come on because the body's ill, but I'm talking about some folks are going through stuff because they're living under too much strain and stress and anxiety. Are you with me? And so you know who to give them to? When your spirit, your spirit you know, is beginning to get in anxiety, say, God, you own this. That's right. You own this. Because you told me to cast this upon you. I'm giving this to you. You own this. Because you care for me. You love me, so I'm handing this over to you. All right, are you with me? The voice. Verse 7 from the voice says, since God cares for you. And you know how many believe he cares for you? Amen. All right. Let him carry all of your burdens and worries. Let him carry all your burdens and worries. You can't do nothing with it, no way. Let him carry all your burdens and worries. Sometimes, I remember years ago, probably over 30 some years ago, there was a, a, a McDonald's commercial. And this little boy went to his daddy and said he wanted to go to what? McDonald's. And he told his daddy, I want, you, I want to go to McDonald's. You said you'd take me. You said, you said, you said, you said. 
Yeah, sometimes, you know what I do with God? I'm giving you all my anxiety and worries. That's right. You said, you said, you said you would carry them. I'm giving them to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. All right. And I think you made that pretty clear because it did say all, not some. All, all. All burdens and worries. That's right. What can you change? There ain't nobody in here can change nothing. That's right. You see? Your burdens, your burdens could be, and especially uh, if it's a, a spouse or if it's a child and, you know, we want to run each other's lives. And you know, right, and no, 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 that's a burden. You can't change nobody's life. Are you kidding me? You see, some people have the burden. Uh, let, me, let me do it this way. I've been married 53 years, or 52, 53 years, right? Y'all, thank you, ma'am. Uh, uh, now, I want you to really laugh when I get ready to say this, because some of y'all in relationships in here, right? You know where you're not going to make it? You're trying to make that other person happy. It ain't that's your right. job to make somebody else happy. That's right. I can't hardly make myself. You see, you understand? Oh, and what 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 this brother's saying? He can't make himself happy. You know what he's saying? He goes to a restaurant. He don't know what he want to eat when he looks right. at the whole thing. So we don't know if you don't know what we want to do. Come on here. That's right. We don't know. And then we're going to try to make somebody come on. Listen to me. You can't do it. And family's the worst. You see, and so y'all know that family's the worst. You see, no, you are a bird. You're not going to be a burden to me. I'm giving you it to the Lord. And then don't go try to fix it. That's right. You ain't, yeah, hey, you ain't going to worry me and then don't go try to fix it. I'm turning, you, I'm turning that burden and that worry over to the Lord. All right? Then we're told in verse 8 to be alert and of sober mind. Now, if the Bible's telling you to be alert and sober mind, you got, you got a creepy person going around in you. You got to pay attention. Yeah, you better be alert and sober minded. Let me tell you, you, know, you got to make, be very careful, be very careful that you don't get intoxicated Come over on. stuff. Come on. Be alert and sober-minded. You better be sober in this life That's right. because you need to know what's going on around you. Yes. Y'all with me? Amen. All right. Keep a cool head. That's what the message says. Keep a cool head. Keep your head. Keep a cool head. That's right. Don't fall apart. It ain't nothing. It's all right in football. We used to say, if you act, I'll react. You don't want to do that with Satan. That's right. right. Are we going? That's right. So here we go. So everybody knows that. We're going to be alert and sober-minded. Okay? Now, this is going to get very important here pretty soon because I want to help you in your everyday life because some of you are going to really need it. The holidays are coming. That's right. And you're going to have some devils at the table. <laughs> yeah, you are. You know that. Yeah, some of y'all are going to invite some kin folks that you really don't like, but you know they family. Right. Right. Okay, man. Or somebody might be thinking that about you. I hope not. Right. You see, come on. Yeah, right. But the holidays, you got to be very, very careful because we get caught up into that thing, and you got to be careful who you put in your life and who you surround yourself with. That's right. All right. Here we go. The voice says it this way in verse 8. Most importantly... Be disciplined and stay on guard. You, and I'm talking about your personal life. This is good. God, the Bible's telling you to do this. It says it's important that you be disciplined and stay on guard. We could, we talk, I'm talking about the holidays. Be very disciplined and stay on guard. Well, I was talking about people. Be very disciplined stay on guard that you don't use that credit card so much because it's holiday times. Come on. Because that interest is going to eat you up. You're in it something. Uh, Sister Tamika, if somebody tells you, yeah, 
I went to the store and I got this on sale. Use the credit card and pay them 10% for the next six months. Well, you done made up. Come on here. Come on, it's the worst time. You see, we got to learn that, folks. You got to be, stay on, guard your pocketbook. That's right. That's right. All right, go ahead. Here's why we stay on guard. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And see, when we look at that, we think of only physically. We don't think of financially. Yeah, he just, he's going around, roaring around like a roaring lion. He's looking for somebody. I keep telling you, Satan is patient. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Well, DJ, he is very patient. He said he got time. Yep. I'm going to wait. I'll get him during the holidays. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In our household, we had, it's been about 10 years, and Isaac came up with a great idea. He says, why are we all just giving each other gift cards? We were just giving each other gift cards. So we stopped that thing. And had a nice meal and fellowship with each other. You see, yeah, you see what I'm saying? And it was a wonderful thing. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Everybody's happy, you know, didn't need anything. You see? Okay, I'm trying to help you. Don't be six months from now. We're trying to listen to pastor. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. And then it says in verse 9, resist him. Wait a minute. It says resist him. You've got to resist the devil. If you resist something, it means it's there. He ain't leaving. You just got to resist him. All right? Standing firm in the faith. And staying what? Firm in, your, firm in, in the faith. faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Poor me. Oh, God, y'all don't know how hard it is. Mm -hmm. You ain't unique. That's right. That's right. Everybody's going through the same thing. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. So, you know, what I do is turn the news on. I'm good. Oh, yeah. And, I, you know, I get the paper. I'm, I'm old. We still get, I still get the newspaper, read the newspaper in the morning. You know how to you know, drink coffee and read the newspaper. That's what you do when you get 76. And so you, 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 you drink coffee and you look at the news. And then I have this thing I do, and Sister Gwen will tell you, I do all the time. I, I, I look at all the people that died. Yeah, the obituary. And, and, I, and I, I mark all the people that's, uh, that's younger than me. And I thank God I'm still alive. Amen. I do that. No, I, don't I do that? I do that. And I'm, I'm so grateful, God, that, that I'm still alive. Come on here. So I'm not, see, see, uh, I'm 76, okay? But I resist the devil when he tried to tell me I'm old. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying this morning? You've got to resist what he's telling you. That you ain't good enough. That you can't make it. The times is hard. You blessed, folks. You got to resist those thoughts. That's right. When he tries to put those thoughts of doubt in your head, you got to resist. That's his job to put thoughts of doubt in your head. That's right. It ain't never going to get any better for me. And the famous one, I'm never going to get anybody. Yeah. Really? I just wish I had somebody. Then Satan gives you a body. Right. Keep going, brother. That's right. That's right. <laughs> 
And then we're told in verse 10 that, and the God of all grace, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, mm -hmm. after you have suffered a little while. See, I, there's, I love the Bible. It's no place in there where it says that we're going to have it, it's always going to be all right. Since after you have suffered a little while, there's going to be suffering in life. It's a part of life. You know, it's not a Christian song, but it's true. That's life. That's right. It's, it's just a part of life. God ain't mad at you. You see, you ain't done nothing wrong. It's called life. And sometimes you have to suffer a little while. That's right. You see, and there's something, only, I only want the people to say amen. There's two or three of them here, I know. When you did that chemo, you know what I'm talking about, sister, you just have to suffer a little while. Huh? But look at us now. A little while doesn't mean forever. You see, sometimes you have to suffer a little while with loneliness. Right? But it's the end results that counts. All right? right. Keep going for me, please. Am I teaching? All right. He says, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. He will make you strong, firm, and steadfast. That's what we're looking for. Y'all supposed to, we're supposed to be strong, firm, and steadfast. Firm means I'm not backing up. That's right. On God. I'm not backing up. And I'm steadfast in God's word. I'm strong. You see, you can handle it because you're strong and you're steadfast. You see? We're trying to look. We're trying to look. There's going to be a fight. The Bible tells us that. There's going to be a fight. But you're strong enough. Yeah, you can. You see, we got a bunch in here. I'm not the only one that's went through chemo in here. There's some more in here that went through it in here. You see? We're still here. Are y'all with me? I was talking to my sister when she walked in here with her leather stuff on. Sister Closer, 76, I said, this is the only church where the 76 year olds had to show the young folks how you're supposed to live. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Age ain't nothing but a number. That's right. Come on here. Ain't nobody told me. You, somebody turned 40, I think, in here. And I won't mention the name because she may not. Women don't like people telling the name, but. Heather, Heather turned 40, and I'm just <laughs> She turned 40 in here, and I told her this, because y'all know I joke a lot, right? I said, now y'all know white folks is the one that invented that 40 was over the hill. Because right. black don't crack. That's right. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? I said, so, right. you, so, we go, you, so you with us now, you ain't cracking. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Who told us that? 40's over the hill. Brother Isaac, 40 ain't even got, you ain't even got to the hill. That's right. Talking about getting over the hill. Yeah, you see? But I, I want, okay, keep going. And you should laugh at yourself because some of you fell for it. They had parties and they'd bring them big old signs up. You know how they do. Signs up telling you all this and you fell for it. Yeah, I'm 40. I'm getting a little older now. But I'm 76 and getting younger. Amen. Amen. Come on here. That's right. Go by the gospel. Go by the gospel. We should have joy, unspeakable joy. You see? Age is nothing but a number to us. And pain is just a temporary thing for us. You see what I'm saying? All right. You know, I used to tell my athletes when they would be running, say, Coach, I'm hurting. I said, you know what that means? 
What coach? You're still alive. Let's get rid of this next interval here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because we Christians, we're strong, steadfast. Yes, we are, and we're unmovable. We're going to, we go to the hospital, we bury folks, folks get sick, we have things happening, but we are steadfast. You see? That's right. That's right. Satan is a liar. He is a liar, and we can, yes, you can, you can tell him, you know where he lives at, and he's going to hell. You can't say hell in church, well, they've got to send the Bible. Yeah. I tell him all the time, you better go to hell, because this ain't your house. That's right. That's right. Get upset about it. We ought to be mad about it when the devil comes after us and tries to tell us to drag us down and to beat us down with his lies. Say that again. Period. All right, keep going. I got excited about this. I like having fun, but I'm excited. That's right. If you listen to me, every one of you in here, let me tell you who trouble's going to find you sooner or later. You got to have this message. You don't get no free pass out of this. Right? Okay. Then we're told in John 10, 10, exactly what he's talking okay, about. Thank you. He said, the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. He he's, says, coming, he's coming what? To kill, to steal, and destroy. destroy. Who is he talking about? He's talking about you. That's right. Come on in. That's what his job is, to come to kill, steal, and destroy. Amen. It says he come. Didn't say he could do it. That's right. But he gets away with some people, but he's not going to get away with us in here, right? All right. What, what scripture am I at now? John 10, 10. Again. Thank you. But Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus said he's going to give me what? Life. And life what? So we're supposed to have abundant life. Then he didn't put an age limit on this. He said, I come to give you life and life more abundant. You see? And he said what? He's come abundance, joy, right. happiness. Mm -hmm. Yes, the yes. good things in life. Yes. Some folks don't need money. There's people that commit suicide, they got money, right. but they don't have abundant life. Right. We have an abundant life. Yes. I love life. Amen. I love to live. Yes. I love life. And a lot of people think sometimes, you know, because I'm a fun guy. Amen. You see, I'm not going to be up here all pitiful and sad and telling y'all. Job, be like Job, and all that. <laughs> Telling you to live the life that God wants you to live, and it's a life of victory right. in everything. You see? All right. And in Proverbs 4 and 23. Now, it's very important that you get this. Is this the key? Remember now, Satan comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. And he wants to get in your heart. That's right. He wants to get in your heart. One of the things that I've heard too much, I'm trying to teach you something here. I've heard too much. Yeah. Pastor, it just broke my heart. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You have God in your life. And you have the word of God in your life. Now, it's nothing, I'm not talking about grieving. Don't go boom on me. All right. Guard your heart, people. Guard your heart. It's above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. That's right. What's in your heart? Guard your heart. You see, it's your heart. Some people think they got a mental problem. No, you got a heart problem. That's right. You see, you got to guard your heart. I was looking at all of these. Aren't we glad at this?
political thing is gone. Thank God. Amen. Now, I'm just using this as a parable. Say parable. Yeah. When uh, these people were running for offices, uh, they had President Trump coming. And uh, they, the Republicans thought that they was going to get all these seats, right? Well, they didn't get it, right? So the, some of the Republicans are blaming Trump, the same man that they had called to come and do that. That's people. Guard your heart. There are people who say they love you, but they, you didn't get it if. People say they love you because of. You see, but then we the type of people here at Christ Temple love each other in spite of. You see, guard it. Guard your heart. Because, I mean, I'm telling you, you have to guard your heart because you can get stuff in that heart that can change your whole life. That's right. And if anybody is in your life, I'm talking about in a relationship now, and you say that they broke your heart, then you was giving your heart to the wrong person. My heart belongs to God first, you see. And then I guard it with the wisdom and the knowledge from the book. Okay. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to say it. Ask some of these people that's been divorced in here. That's right. We need to talk. That's life. Don't get all. You think they didn't do this. They didn't guard their heart. Nothing to be ashamed of. Something, some message for your grandkids and your kids. Said, I didn't guard my heart. You see, you can be in love here. You see, but you need to block it before it gets here. You see? You see, now, now I wasn't going to do it, okay? But I was coming from the store and I thought I'd drive by uh, Ford to see, because see this new whatever, and I'm not buying a new car. And so I saw this truck. And I said, let me get out here. Look at this. This is bad. And I got out of there, and the salesman come running over there. And you know, it's this nice truck, pipes out and that. And y'all know I'm a speed guy. Pipes out and this and that. And I said, you know, that thing is, shoot, that's nice. You know, probably around 50000 somewhere in there, you know. And I ain't buying nothing because no 50000 So, So unless one of y'all, you, you want to give me that money. But, uh, uh, Isaac, you know, you got big money. You might want to do that for daddy. But anyways, <laughs> but, so I went and looked at it. Sister Evelyn went and looked at it, and the salesman came over, and I said, how much is that? He said, oh, 114000 I said, whoa, <laughs> yes, yes, 114000 There's some people, hold on, I'm going to go in some place for this. They didn't go, they got, they'll buy that here. And uh, yes, they do, because it flows it, and they're going to be in big trouble with everything else. Of course, you know, Gwen was talking about everything she could do to be <laughs> But there are people that get bankrupt. Okay, you got to guard your heart. Sometimes you, you need to you be careful with your heart. Be careful. What is your heart? Your heart is one's inmost character. You, you got to guard your innermost character. Because what is character? You all have been around me a long time enough. It's who you are dark. in the dark. All right? You got to guard your character.
Because Satan comes to kill. Thank you. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And what he wants to do, destroy your character. That's right. All right? It's also one's innermost feelings or inclinations. You've got to be careful down there. Be very careful. You ought to know about a computer. Uh, I don't know if they still have a computer. What do they call those people to put the thing in the computer? Floppy disk. What, who, the person that puts it in there is called something anyway. you got to know what you're putting in there. Because what if you put in there comes out. To watch what you put in your heart. Programmer, computer programmer. That's what I'm looking to keep. Next one. It says, in the Bible, the heart is considered the seat of life or strength. That's where your, that's where your strength's coming from, your heart. You need to hear me. You need to guard your heart because that's where your strength is coming. I remember there's been a many a time because I used to watch boxing all the time as a little kid. They used to have the Wednesday night fights and the Friday night. And you could look at somebody when you see them when their heart was gone. That's right. Because they didn't have all the football channels and all that stuff. You can watch it. You can watch it today. That's right. Watch some players and you can look at them players and you can see and somebody just took away their heart. Mm-hmm. And you can w- look over on the bench, I, I do it all the time, and you see this. You look over the other side, it's, come on, man. You see, you gotta guard your heart. You see, there's a difference, you, can I say it? Brother Travis, I'm gonna say it. You can't be a cheerleader in the game of life, you gotta be a player. That's right. And you better have something inside you to be able to win in the game of life. That's right. You better know that. You see, because if you're a cheerleader, you only can cheer when things are good. But there's going to be some fumbles. That's right. Backfield in motion, remember that years ago? Yeah, you got to be careful. That's why you got to guard it. That's right. Okay, because that's where your strength is. That's where your life is. All right? All right. Again, in the Bible, the heart is considered the seat of life or strength. It's where your strength is. It's in your heart. You gotta, that's why you read the Bible. That's why you come in here on Sundays and you do things because you empower and strengthen your heart. All right? Hence, it means mind, soul, spirit, or one's entire emotional nature and understanding. And you better have them all. Because there's been sometimes my mind was good, but my soul. Have you ever been, your mind was good, but you was hurting in your soul? Come on. And your spirit? Come on. You see? It's your emotions. You got to guard it. That's right. You see, I tell people all the time, and we've had some people went through it lately. We grieve over here. We just don't fall apart. That's right. It's the difference. It's the difference. You know, Jesus grieves. That's right. <laughs> Come on in. He just didn't fall apart. You know why? Because we are strong mentally. Our souls, our hearts, and our spirits. That's what we are. Because we're steadfast in this. That's right. And if you ain't had to go through something, keep living. I'm doing this message because some people probably went through it last this week after you was all excited about no shame on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Satan, he's still mad about that message. You know that, right? right? You see, you know he's coming. He's coming to dinner, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah. yeah, or he ain't coming and telling you why. And if you're not careful and don't guard your heart, you think it's your fault. That's right. That's right. All right. I'm, I'm doing the best I can to prepare you. Okay. We're told in Mark chapter 11, verse 23, 
He says, truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea. That's, that's who we are. Remember I've done that? That's who we are. A mountain of trouble, you got to go. Critics, you got to go. Shamers, you got to go. Blamers, you got to go. Sickness, you got to go. You understand what I'm saying? Doubt, you got to go. All right? Here's the key, Pastor. And does not doubt in their heart. And don't doubt in your heart. But believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. That's to be done for them. Sadness, a mountain of sadness, you got to go. Joy comes in. That's right. You know who's got the power to do that? God, do, you got the power to That's do right. that. He's giving you the tools to do that. Yeah. You gotta believe. All right. I want to use this to Timothy. It's going to be a little longer than I'm used to, but I want to use this to Timothy, okay? This is 2 Timothy 4, 14, and 18, and you need to hear what I'm saying. Because I'm trying to get you all ready for the Thanksgiving dinner and Christmases and New Year's and all that stuff. All right? First of all, make sure if you're sitting in here, and you're hurting, go find somebody who ain't. That's right. Somebody has went through the same things you've went through. That's right. Counselor on Saturday at 10 o'clock, I think it is, does an incredible job. Every time she comes in, it is off the chain. She's trying to help us to deal with some inner things, and it works. Okay? Here we go. I want you to get this. Really remember this name, all right? It says in verse 14, Alexander the metal worker did me a great deal of harm. The Lord will repay him for what he has done. There's, go there's going to be some people. All right. Paul said there's going to be some people in your life that's going to harm you. Mm -hmm. So that means he knew Alexander, and Alexander knew him, or he couldn't do it. But there's always going to be some people, you see, so you've got to keep your eye and watch Alexander. Because if you look it up, Alexander means helper, good or bad. That's right. You see? So you better watch Alexander when he sit when you watch the table. Watch Alexander. How many of you, there's a lot of people don't do this. You need to pray on Thanksgiving and on Christmas who you bring to your dinner table. That's right. That's right. Because Alexander will come. That's right. And Alexander will do great harm. And then sometimes they don't come on the dinner table, they do the texting. Now they text, and that's what y'all do. In quite a startup trouble. Because you keep your eye on Alexander now. That's right. Because he'll do you great harm. He done, and wait a minute, it says he, he did me a great harm. That's right. There are people, and some of you sitting in here know what I'm talking about. There are people that's given you a great harm, and you, you, you're really hurt behind that. Let it go, and then God will repay them. That's right. Scripture. That's right. You see? I'm not going to carry my anger anymore about you. See, you hurt me, but I'm through with it. Because God will repay you for what you have done. That's right. That's the book. All right. Then he says, you too should be on your guard against him. God, wait a minute. I'm telling you, this is scripture. You need to be on your guard against him. Because he strongly opposed our message. He, he, strong, he hates this. Yeah. Satan hates this message y'all got here today. Because now you're going to, because some of y'all going to listen to Pastor Fields and you're going to recognize him and he ain't getting the invitation. Mm -hmm. 
All right. This is good teaching. I love this. Always remember, it's the people who are around you that Satan uses to bring you down. That's right. He can't bring you down way over here. Something's got to be there. There's a movie called The Godfather. And when he was teaching his son, he says, remember, keep your... Because you can keep your eye on me. Keep, keep, keep your friends. You got to keep your eye on your friends. Yeah, because see, David said, you can look at him, you know, it wouldn't have been so bad if it hadn't been one I broke bread with. There was a man walking down the street. Another man walked up to him and said, where'd you get them scars on your hands? And the man said, got them at a friend's house. Okay, the devil ain't in hell. He's here. That's right. There was a, a big sale. Satan had a big sale going on. And uh, uh, I'll do another one. Uh, 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 Satan's son was looking for him. One of the angels was looking for him. He went every place looking for him. He couldn't find him. So he went to the head angel and said, I can't find my dad. He said, boy, don't you know today's Sunday at church? That's right. Christians can hurt Christians. That's right. Watch it. He said at verse 16, at my first defense, no one came to my support, but everyone deserted me. Hmm. May it not be held against them. Now that's deep. Because, you know, I'm a payback guy. Right. I'm the only one in here. You see, you know, I used to joke with the Christians all the time. They say, I said, the Bible says if somebody hit you, turn another cheek. And then I tell them, I say, if somebody hit you, your cheek, you try to break theirs. They said, Johnny. <laughs> no. But you know what the Bible says? You're laughing. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to happen to somebody sitting in this congregation or listening on here because they're not going to pay attention and it's going to get you because most of us believe in God and the Holy Spirit. Why would this message be coming before the holidays is coming if God ain't trying to prepare somebody for something? That's right. All right, let's go. 17 said, but the Lord stood at my side Who? and gave me strength. The Lord stood. Let me tell you, they can't beat you. But the Lord stood by my side and gave me strength. So that through me, the message might be fully proclaimed, and all the Gentiles might hear it. All the critics and all the folks will hear the message of Christ by looking at how I handle my life. All right? And I was delivered from the lion's mouth. And the, the, Say that. I was delivered. I was delivered. From the lion's mouth. That's right. Now I'm going to help me out again. Ready? I was delivered. I was delivered. From the liar's mouth. From the liar's mouth. You see? That's how you work it. That's how you work it. Last scripture, I think. Yep. Said the Lord will rescue me from every evil attack. Y'all listening to me? They can't hurt you. The Bible says the Lord, the Lord will rescue you from every evil attack and will bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. And then it says to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand clap. All right.